To reason with someone is to motivate them to do or accept topics, ideas, and issues through discussion and having conversations. This podcast is about the relationship with ourself and the relationship with others, finding our stability in our self-worth and how do we actually be in healthy relationships. We find this out through connection, compassion, and communication. Reach out, connect with me, like, subscribe, comment. I want to unpack whatever it is that we can to really get to the nitty and gritty of finding out how do we get better in ourselves and how do we get better in our relationship. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. No, no, no. No, he needs to know. Remember me before you I never got a single heartbreak I just haven't met you yet Three, two, one Welcome back to the podcast These little record parts at the start of the podcast I think I'm just going to like integrate them into the rest of the podcast Because I've done this like 17 times But here we go Today Fronted by two fed-up females, Mel and Elise, Zinkle is unlike any other dating app on the market. It's an innovative platform that allows you to see where other singles are out and about socially in real time, encouraging you to swap swiping on the couch for locking eyes across the bar. This is a pretty fun and exciting podcast with Mel and Elise. Um, they both work together to be able to create the the beautiful product that which we will be discussing today. So whether you're single or you're dating or you're in a relationship this podcast is super super fun and a really really cool and exciting new idea to get us back into connection and figuring out how we start reintegrating into the world okay welcome to the podcast i have mel and elise um joining me from zinkle how are you guys yeah i'm good Good. how are you yeah i'm doing good I'm doing really good. I'm really excited to have you both on here um, because I think what you're doing is really cool. So let's jump straight in. Um, I guess, who the hell are you and what do you guys do? (laughs) Well, Zinkle's a dating app, but we're essentially a dating GPS. So we help singles make decisions as to where they want to go out based on the other singles that they want to meet and meet in real life as well. Awesome. That is such a cool idea. GPS for how we can find people. <laughs> Super helpful. So how did how did it all start and why and how do you guys know each other? How did it all come come to be? So yes, yeah, so the idea really was in cool. Was born in early 2019. I had come out of a long-term relationship and I didn't really know how to get back into dating and it was just very foreign to me. And I just wanted to, yeah, to meet someone, um, but I really had no choice but to download uh, some dating apps, which I did. Um, it's kind of what everyone was was doing at the time, so it kind of had to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem was the more that I used them, the more frustrated I became because I just felt like there was such a lack of connection. And I just felt that it was just felt me made mm-hmm. me feel like a digital commodity, to be really honest. Um, and there was just not any, you know, it's difficult to create that spark when you're just looking at a few photos and some bio copy. And so for me, I just wanted to meet someone in real life, but I just, I didn't really know like where to go out and where all the single people were in real life. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was Mel's support person during this and um, we had met at uh, at work. So we, we instantly hit it off, you know, our personalities and our working styles just completely complement each other. So while Mel was going through this difficult time, I was her support person and I've been married for 10 years. So to see dating apps, dating apps was a, a new thing for me. So to, to jump on them was a novelty, you know, I'd swipe for her and go, ha ha, oh my God, this is fun. Yeah, yeah. But I quickly realised, you know, how, how do people – seriously make a connection off a 2d profile like does this person look like photo one or photo three um what does their voice sound like how tall are they uh which one in the photo are they um all these questions and i was frustrated for mel so i'm like this is not a way to meet people i don't understand how society is getting by um so i said to her that's it let's go out i'm taking you out we're going to meet people in real life um, as we'd both been in relationships for so long, that was easier said than done because neither of us knew where people our own age group hung out anymore. Yep. So we'd sit there researching all week and um, we'd think we'd find something, we'd get dressed up, go there. Either there'd be no one at the venue at all or the crowds would be too old or too young. And, you know, we'd you know sit there over dinner and we would actually jump on Instagram stories just to see in real time where we could find people in our own age group. So, you know, we'd look, we'd look, we'd find something, quick, jump across town. It was uh, lockout laws at the time, so we had to make a decision. You know, we couldn't muck around, just in or out. Um, so we did that for months and months and months, and it became extremely frustrating, and we spoke to so many people, and they all had the same frustrations. And uh, one night we were walking and we just thought, hang on, why isn't there a platform that can tell you where to go based on the people that you want to be around so that you can form an organic connection in real life. Hmm. And that's where the idea for Zinkle was born. Well, thank God it did. <laughs> I, I, I'm honestly at, at the place where I don't even think my dating apps work. I, I think that I've been like, you know, told that there's no longer anything here. It's hard to find anyone. It's, it's, it's very superficial. I'm just looking and guessing and knowing by, based on how they look. And then the results are, are shit. And yeah. I think that you're so right. This is such a such a needed platform that doesn't exist in this country that, mm. yeah, why hasn't anyone come up with this sooner? So I'm yeah, grateful for you guys. This is such a great way in. It's something that's really different um, mm. but makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what we, we also found that, um, you know, with with current dating apps, you know, if you do get up on a date with someone, it's like this awkward first date. You know you're both there on a date. There's no uh, – the connection's not the same. You know, when, you, when you're when you out and you meet someone, you catch their eye across the room and there's that, you know, flirtatious moment and, um, you know, you don't know what's going to happen and you know, you're with your friends as well. So, you know, they can suck them out and, oh, he's looking at you. Oh, no, he's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you've got that excitement as well, that part of it. Um, so that's, that's why Zinkle is different. Like you're out with your friends and, you know, you can meet someone there and then and, you know, have a drink with them. If it works out, fine, mm-hmm. exchange numbers and, and go out. If not, walk away, meet someone else. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a good buffer to like yeah. interact there where you know people are going to be out. I think I've been I've been out for the last, you know, couple of months, you know, obviously getting colder, it's a little bit harder, less people are out, everyone's hibernating, but it's still like 
okay, this isn't a place for it. This isn't a place for it. And then I I don't want to be on the prowl. I would rather just be out of my mates going to a place where I know other people are going to be and then everything's a bonus. If I meet someone, bonus. You know, if there's multiple people there that, you know, I have have a good variety, even better. Like I think that that that's sort of, especially if these places can be like cool places that people would want to be at anyway, then, you know, game changer. Exactly. It's definitely part of the challenge with current dating apps that it's fundamentally changed the way people date. Like they don't just go out necessarily the same way that they used to. And so it's actually a lot harder now to know where, like, where's the right place to be at the right time to give you the best chances to meet other singles. And that was really why, as Elise mentioned before, like why we want Instagram stories because, like, if we can at least go to venues that have the most amount of people in our age group, that's hopefully going to give us the best chance. But when you get there, you're like, okay, who's single? Who's open to being approached? Like, it then just becomes a whole nother dynamic and with Zinkle, being able to see other singles in the venue and either nudge them or approach them, it gives you that confidence factor that you know that person's open to being approached. And so you, it reduces the barriers to rejection and then also, you know, just mm. putting yourself out there as well. Yeah. I think that you're right about that. I think I think the – I don't know which which came first. I think the dating apps have had this big impact on yeah. on the way we do things. and. To the point where I could be at home comfortable, you know, in my bed scrolling through something and match with someone and that same person wouldn't talk to me in the pub. Yeah. And that that doesn't make any sense to me, whereas this is such a more inviting invitation and, like you said, you kind of have an idea that people, I guess, are here to do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, when, um, when like the kind of the most popular dating apps that you've heard of launched about 10 years ago, the problem that they were solving was that singles were just coming across the same people at their locals every weekend and they wanted to expand the potential of people that they could meet. And so those apps did that so well. But by doing that so well, they actually created a new problem, which is that paradox of choice. And people think there's a lot of different options out there. Everyone's a digital commodity. You can buy, trade, sell. There's no emotional connection. There's behavior change, not just how you interact digitally, but then how you interact in the real world. And so as much as they've, they've been great and they've they've solved, you know, they've had their purpose, the problem they've solved has now created a new problem, which is why for us as Zinkle, we're coming in as that next generation dating app, which is around taking that online but putting it back into the offline in a more traditional and organic way that doesn't feel like people are hiding behind a keyboard, but you can actually have natural and authentic interactions and conversations with other singles. Yeah. And you, you guys have probably done the research around it, but like the amount of times that we you're actually kind of um, I guess going out and and seeing these seeing these people versus versus I guess these dating apps, it's it's really kind of this crap crap culture that when we are creating these massive problems and that it has ended up being being that way but everyone that you meet no one says i want to meet someone on a dating app they all have their ideal way of dating someone i bet you the statistics are like i would prefer to meet someone out organically yeah absolutely it's actually in fact it's 84 percent of people people in real life um, and it's pure yeah. frustration with that, you know, the digital platforms that don't allow for that authentic connection. 
Um, in the research that we've done, yeah, we've also uncovered that 89% of dating matches on apps don't actually lead to real dates in real life. So there's so much time and energy that's invested, that's wasted, where I think that comes from a lot of frustration that singles are, are feeling um, oh. being on those apps and just feeling like it is, you know, it's a, it's a game and it is gamified and some of those apps are designed that way to keep you on there for longer. But for us, yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, those yeah. barriers and just getting back into the real life and you can't substitute meeting, you know, someone in real life and having that connection and knowing if you've got that chemistry. Mm. And and for those under 25, like they've really never lived in a world where they've been old enough to date without dating apps. So the dating apps are just normal for them. They don't know what it's like to – and we've seen it. We've seen it when we've been out and we've, we've people watched um, these young young kids and they're – you know, they see a girl walk in or a guy walk in and they're clearly excited they want to approach them, but they actually don't know how to because they have grown up with technology. They're just used to, you know, SMSing, Snapchatting, Instagramming people as opposed to going up and having a normal conversation, which, again, is something we've addressed in, in Zinkle. So we've got a lot of icebreakers and way to approach people. We help you one mm. when you're out to approach people um, because we know that a lot of people just don't have these basic skills anymore. Yeah. And and on top of that, I mean, I've forgotten. Like we've got to reteach that stuff too. And I think that, you know, if you're creating a solution for that problem as well, like that's that's amazing. I was just going to say you guys are answering all my questions. But, you know, the dating culture is exactly that. Like that that it's it, we've lost this art. We're not we're not looking down and texting. We now have to figure out how to interact again. And then that's you know, and still even with the current times with COVID, a lot of the places I'm going to, it's so siloed in mm. you're on that table and I'm on this table. How the hell do you go over there and, and talk to that <laughs> table? So, again, bringing everyone together and it's like not so much that. I think, you know, with with this idea of having these solutions is, is mm. great. So can, can you can you touch a bit more on on that, I guess, solution that you're creating that, that I guess, the, the dating culture currently has? Mm. Yeah, so um, with Zinkle, imagine being um, you're at home and uh, or you've just finished work and you want to go out. First question you're going to ask your friends, where are we going? Oh, I don't know. Where should we go? So you would jump on Zinkle. Um, you put in the suburb that you'd like to go out to and up would pop up venues that um, have the criteria of people that you want to meet. So you put in, you know, males aged 30 to 40 for example, um, and up pop up, you know, I'm, I'm going to Sarah Hills, so there's 20 here, there's 30 here, there's five here, so I'm going to go to this venue with, with 20 of them here. Um, because you're not at the venue for safety reasons, you can only see the number of people and nobody can see you. You can just see the number of people that are there. So mm. once you get to the venue, you can then turn yourself on visible. So we've got three modes of visibility. You can be incognito, which means you just go about your business as you normally would, you're not on the app. Um, anonymous is you just show up as a number and visible is you can see their profiles they can see yours so think about it like linkedin um and you can mm-hmm. see all the, the profiles of people who are there who are open to being approached so you're walking with your friends you grab a drink you're scrolling through oh look you know matt looks great um you send you can either go up to him in person if if you're comfortable enough um or you can send him a, a like um you're interested so he'll get that. He'll say, oh, Elise has, has liked me. Um, yeah, I'm interested in her too. 
and then we'll match and up will pop up the um the chat box and they can say hey i'm i'm by the bar let's grab a drink or you know i'm i'm over here in the corner like you know i'm over here um and then you can go and meet and um have a little conversation great if it works out great if it doesn't you just go back to your friends and um carry on yeah i like the solution of it kind of I mean, almost fully gets rid of the ghosting that yeah. happens yeah. in our society. Exactly. Exactly. Kind of bring. And we've also got um, different venue statuses as well. So you can say, hey, my battery's about to die, or ask me about my dog, or tell me your best dad joke. So people know how you're, you want to be approached as well. So it's not just, you know, somebody right. coming up and pretending to be a teriyaki chef. Um, yeah. You know, past experience that Mel and I had, which is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> tell, we can come on you have to tell us more about yeah that. so mel and i were out one day and we we're sitting at a table um just having uh drinks and um this guy came up to us and um he was talking and said you know we said well what do you do because i'm a teriyaki chef i'm like oh a teppanyaki chef um and he got knives um and was like chucking them around and the security guard is looking at him um, like, what is this guy doing? And Mel and I are looking at each other going, this, this is too weird. Like, at what? why is this guy going to so much extent to prove that he is a tabernacle chef when clearly he's not? <laughs> Good on him. Good on him. That's, yeah. that's confident. That's <laughs> dangerous. What were you going to say, Mel? I think you. Yeah, I was just going to say um, it's really just like reducing that time between like when you see someone you're interested in and actually getting it to a real life point because, you know, a lot of my experience and the data as well from the research, you know, suggests that a lot of time is wasted where you, you match with someone, you chat for a few days, a few weeks, and then you either like, it goes nowhere or you meet in real life and it, it doesn't translate the same way or, you know, the spark's not there, the chemistry's not there. And so for us, it's yeah. like just, I guess, have it a more authentic but like efficient experience as well um because i feel like in dating culture at the moment a lot of frustration particularly during the covid period what we saw really in australia is that before covid there were you know groups of people who were like oh, i'm just enjoying dating you know seeing how i you know how i go if i meet someone great you know whatnot but covid kind of came along and forced everyone what inside for a good part of two years and a lot of that group of people started oh actually I do want this or I do want that out of life I do want a partner I do want these things and so they've come out the other side of COVID feeling a little bit um you know I guess frustrated a little bit edgy and there's a lot of pressure to kind of now tickle the boxes of things that they want because they've lost that time and so for us knowing that traditional dating apps there's so much wasted like wastage in terms of time and effort that goes into just getting even to a date we just want to eliminate all of that and just, like I said, strip it right back down to just meeting people in real life and just being able to be in the right place at the right time to, to give yourself that best chance. Whew, I'm really picking up what you're putting down. I think that's exactly <laughs> what I've been thinking, you know. So obviously you've done your research, which is so good um, because, you know, it is it is such such a big problem. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not the only person, I don't think, that, We'll get back on and say, sorry, I don't normally use this app and it's been like a week and a half and someone had this opportunity to connect with me and I've blown it and they're no longer interested just because I don't want my notifications to be binging all the time while I'm mm -hmm. doing whatever I'm doing. And then, you know, I I, I miss that opportunity because I, mm -hmm. I was late to the party. Yeah, no, 100%. I think that's the thing. Like there's just like technology is amazing and it connects us in so many great ways, but 
for some reason in the dating space, we feel so disconnected from each other. And it's just because you can't translate that humanity, that authenticity and connection through four or five profile photos and some bio copy. Like you really need to meet people in real life. And I've personally had situations where, you know, I've met someone on an app, met them in real life, and it just was like, did not translate at all. Like to the point where I was like, was your friend messaging you because there's no banter or anything here? But then I've had the opposite where I've met someone in real life. But if they were on an app, I would have swiped no because they might not have met the three or, you know, five criteria that I think I was looking for. And that's the other Mm. problem is like behavioral science tells us that we're innately bad at knowing what we want until we experience it. So it's fine to sit there and say, I will pick these five or six preferences and then hope that Prince Charming shows up. But when you meet someone in real life, those things don't always translate the way that you think or expect or want them to. And so being able to break Mm. down those barriers and just be able to meet someone pretty much immediately and you're at the same venue in the same place. For us, that's the most important thing to help people have healthier, you know, relationships. Yeah. And I think, you know, we're sort of, I mean, I think the ideal is everyone sort of moving away from the fact that, you know, we want these superficial relationships. Everyone wants a deeper connection. No one's really sure how to completely get that. And they sort of stick with their, I guess, the tribes that they've already built, you know, and they stay with the same sort of people. And then I know for me, for example, um, I'm, if I'm not at a, you know, birthday party, I'm at a, a gathering at someone's house who's cooking food and they're all married and, mm-hmm. um, you know, bringing their kids along. And now I'm like, you know, if I say, can we go out every now and then? I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm put in this position. They're like, where, where? I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> they want support. You know, they support all the homies that don't have any, yeah. any luck at the moment talking to other people and they're not going to watch you swipe on a dating app while they're trying to have dinner with you. So yeah. I think it does really open open up that door to get that connection that's so much more real and, and authentic and available. Yeah, and especially if, you know, your friends yeah. are married and have kids, it's like you can't necessarily just do things at the drop of a hat or it takes a lot of planning if you want to have, like, you know, a night out. So for us, like having Zinkle but then also having our Zinkle singles nights and our Zinkle experiences, which are really big group dates that we host, mean that you don't necessarily always need your friends to come along. So you can do things more independently but be in a safe space where you know mm-hmm. there are other singles who are like-minded and also wanting, you know, to meet someone. So Yeah. That part's really exciting. Tell me more about that. <laughs> so, yeah, so to complement the um, the Zinkle app, so that's, you know, essentially the venue search and being able to see where other singles are in venues. We also uh, host singles nights. So we've been taking over some of the uh, bars and venues around Sydney um, and having them exclusively booked out for singles. Um, and we've had between anywhere between 150 and 250 singles in one venue at one point. Um, you know, having a great night, there's, you know, drinks and music and mingling and all of those types of vibes, um, which is great when you want to just, you know, go out uh, and put yourself in that kind of, you know, environment to meet someone. And then what we've recently launched is Zinkle Experiences. So these are really essentially group dates where we have between 20 and 50 singles that are doing a unique experience or an activity together. So it could be a paint and sip, it could be a dumpling making class, it could be a range of different things. But just breaking, I guess, down, you know, some of those other stigmas around. You don't always have to meet at a bar, but you can also meet over common interests or putting yourself out of your comfort zone. So creating another safe space that singles can come along to by themselves or with their single friends, um, you know, have a great time, do something really unique and something fun um, and meet other people as well. Mm. They all sound awesome. 
I think that I did see a, a video of you guys doing a pain and sip and it looked like it looked like a really cool time. Everyone sort of just like, because it's all set up for you. You don't have to think about it. You just know what you're getting into. You know what you want exactly. to be there for. Exactly. And I know from like, you know, from my experience and some of my other friends as well, like if you do, you know, you do want to go out, but no one else is available or they, you know, can't get someone to watch the kids or like whatever it might be. It's something that you can still do yourself, but feel safe and comfortable and, you know, be able to still potentially meet someone. Mm. Yeah, that, that takes some guts still. I mean, yeah. that's, a, that's, that's why people stay safe in their, in their dating app worlds and just like wait until the end of the night where they were around a bunch of people to then start communicating <laughs> with them. Some safety in that, so I get it, but, you know, we need to step up a bit. Hmm. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> I think there's really just, there aren't really many other options. Like everyone knows about, you know, dating apps and that, and that was my experience when I came out of a long-term relationship. I was like, cool, like, where do we want to go out? And like, no, no, people just download apps these days and we just swipe. Oh, okay. So I, just, I have to do that. Okay. And it was a very like unique um, and eye-opening experience. And as Elise mentioned earlier, you know, when she was coming along and swiping for me and just realizing the same thing, it was like, this is really not a great situation for a lot of people. And it's causing not only like mental health problems, but social well-being problems for people and making you feel really isolated. Yeah. Um, and again, for us, just like getting back into the real world is like, is so important for us as like humans, but from a singles perspective, just to make you feel like you're connected to that sense of community, um, and giving yourself yep. the opportunity to meet someone. Hmm. Yeah. So at least what was it like, you know, as an outsider, never having to do anything on a dating app? Or was it? No, it was, it was weird. It was, um, I met my husband in real life, you know, university, so a long time ago. Um, <laughs> well. but Yes. When dating apps started coming out, you know, you'd, you'd hear stories and you're like, oh, dating apps, like it's a bit, because, you know, you, you we grew up in the, um, in a time where they were very, very much taboo. So um, as they started to get more, you know, um, uh, mainstream, um, you know, when Mel, Mel was had hers, as soon as I grabbed it, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much fun. And, you know, I'd jump on it and like try find people I know. I'm like, oh, I know you don't do that for jobs. I know you're lying about that. Um, so it was it was a complete novelty for me. But when I actually started looking at it from a serious perspective, like if I was single, how would I – I wouldn't be comfortable using this because, first of all, I'm an introvert and I don't want to talk to people. Um, you know, I'm not interested in small talk. Tell me about your childhood trauma. That's what I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah. Welcome yes. to the club. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, like I couldn't imagine going on a essentially a blind date with someone and or having to speak to them for three weeks about how's the weather or what are you doing this weekend, oh. what did you do last weekend. That yeah. would just drive me absolutely insane. And that's what I was saying to Mel. I'm like, how do you do it? I don't understand. And, you know, she'd tell me, oh, I'm speaking to this guy. Oh, no, he's ghosted me. And, oh, no, nope, this guy, no, nope. he's, you know, blocked me to, because I didn't reply in an hour. Um, it was, yeah, it was ridiculous. And there's so many guys holding fish or next to dogs or holding <laughs> random children. I'm like, what is going on with people? Why can't? And then when you go out expecting to see these people and they're, they're not around. They're still sitting on their couch swiping. Yeah, and not holding fish. They're not <laughs> holding fish. So I can't recognize you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that would be. That would be a weird one, but you're right. You know, if you had to take it seriously, it, it does get pretty grim pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why, yeah, I guess the, the concept of this is it's going to 
hopefully really sort of broaden our way of going about things. And I think the underlying part of it, you know, it's a great business idea, but just the the thing that it can do and provide for our culture in terms of connection and reigniting the way that we choose to be in the relationships and the way that we don't just judge books by their covers, you know, you know, there's always these people at the pub that you run into or, or on a night out that you're like, oh, this guy ends up being really, really fun, you know, and yeah. then mm. you might you might talk to them where you're never going to get that. I mean, there's some trying to do voice prompts and stuff, but I haven't found them to be entertaining at all. It's uh, <laughs> it's like a technicality, which is just yeah, you know, no. not nothing is the same as going out with your friends, having you know no expectations, and then meeting someone and just having this random you know night out that just ends up being you know you think about it the next day and you're like oh my god what a great night that was like it was fantastic you cannot get that experience on a dating app no and there's and there's been no real innovation in dating apps as well like adding video chatter right. is not innovation like that's adding extra yeah. features but it doesn't fundamentally i guess incite that behavioral change that we so desperately need which is to get back into the real world and actually meet people in real life and not hide behind a keyboard or ghost them and do all of those nasty things that, you know, that go on that a lot of people have experienced. But remember that there's like a human being on the other side of that and having that in real life experience is what is going to give you that. Yeah. Yeah. And being yeah. female founders, safety has been so important to us. Like the horror stories that Mel's told me about, you know, friends and people that we've known what they've gone through um we've put in a lot of a lot of features in there just to to prevent all that and we have absolutely no tolerance on the platform like we we look at everyone and if if there's anything in there you're you're off the app yeah which is good i think that's so it's so important because you know without safety you can't really have good connection and um you know you know pretty quickly when that's not but i guess you know, you get you get more assurance when it's when it is that face to face stuff to know where you stand and where your boundaries need to be and how comfortable you need to be. Whereas all that stuff's a little bit harder. It's not impossible, but it's definitely harder when it's a couple of keyboard warriors. Um, exactly. Uh, yeah. So the, I guess the the whole point of 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 bringing these these people together is eventually so that I guess the like what are some of the goals? Are you trying to get you know? more and more people to come together and bring as much much of this aliveness as, as possible like what what are some of the goals that you guys see that you want to launch into or hope for yeah i think first and foremost like why zinkle started was obviously to solve a fundamental problem and just you know i guess have that behavioral change in the way that we date and give people other options rather than just to be on the digital platforms and for us it's really about building that community and that's probably like our biggest goal over time building the app community, building the experience and events community as well so that people have different options on how they want to date. You're not forced just to be on an app or swiping, but you can actually pick venues yourself or, you know, attend singles nights or singles experiences. So I think the biggest goal is just building, you know, a single community here in Australia where people have more options than what they, than what they currently have. Hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And the more people we get on the app, the better experience it is for, for everybody as well. Um, you know, more people going out, checking into venues and putting themselves on visible, you're going to attract more people into your venue. So it, it, it's benefit for everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. So has there been any good feedback? Has there been any good stories that you guys have heard? 
so yeah, so feedback so far, we always interact with our community like at our events and then through feedback that we get as well. So we very much co-create um, everything in terms of the app and the events and the experiences that we pull together. Um, I know at some of our singles nights, we have had a couple of people leave and go get dinner, quite a few numbers exchanged, people who have gone on second dates after meeting an event. So it's, um, yeah, it's early days, but we're seeing some really positive uh, positive outcomes so far. No marriages or babies yet, but, like, watch this space. We'll see. <laughs> For sure, watch this space. Yeah, that's great. And even just to have the good good feedback of, of mm. the community starting to, you know, respond to the concept i think i mean for me when i heard it i was like finally i've heard very simple not not like different like event hosting of of single nights and stuff around the world and you know i was like oh why we don't have more of that here it's like what do they do it speed dating and stuff like that but there's nothing that's that sort of compares to here so um yeah i mean my feedback straight away has been like, yeah, this is such a needed space and opens up a lot more doors and gives me a lot more options. And I guess, um, yeah, like agency in the whole thing and experience of how I want to do it and what I want to choose into how I interact with people as well as where I go to do that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's the whole, like, be dating a lot of pressure. Um, whereas, you know, you come to one of the single nights, you bring your friends, you know, again, you're out with your friends socially and, you meet someone, the pressure is not there as it would be, you know, you have to talk to somebody for 15 seconds and then move on to the next person. I just, again, I'm an introvert. I can't handle it. It's a different world for me. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I'm an extrovert and, and that's still freaking <laughs> So do you have to wear, I've seen a couple of videos of people wearing like orange hats. Do you have to wear an orange hat to identify that you're visible? <laughs> No, no, you don't have to. We you just, can if you want to. <laughs> we just give out merchandise at our events. Just make it, you know, a fun experience for everyone. So if you want to wear a hat, you're more than welcome yeah. to. Uh, feel free. <laughs> cool. I mean, I'd like to look at them. So I think, um, you know, I might be sold on a hat, um, but good. Yeah. Not that it's um, compulsory. So good to know. Good to know. <laughs> so the, I guess it's 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 definitely meeting meeting a need in 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 our society at the moment and that's going to be you know a big game changer and, and i think that the whole thing in terms of what i kind of do and why i was really interested in have you on is is just the the connection being so key into how we feel about ourselves and i think that the um uh, definitely covid but then i think if anything, and I, I don't want to hate too much on dating apps because they obviously do provide a lot for, for people and there's been some amazing stories out of it, but there also is the, the downside of how how much of it, it in general and the dating culture is played on our self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, things that you're doing really going to change. Always give the opportunity for a little bit more confidence and a bit more boost back into people's self-worth. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are your sort of thoughts on on that? Yeah, I totally agree. I've downloaded uh, pretty much every single dating app there is, you know, I'm married, um, as, you know, obviously research. But there are a couple of them that have things like, um, you know, uh, scores of how attractive you are based on the amount of um, matches you're getting. And it's like, you know, boost your boost your attractiveness by, you know, matching with more people. And like, what is that doing for people's mental health? Like that is just the worst thing you can do for people is to put, you know, a measure on somebody's. Yeah. yeah so that it's 
I, it's just awful. Like right now, what I've seen, it's just a lot of people are measuring themselves on how many matches they're getting, which is doesn't mean anything. It's it's a match. It's not a connection. It's not a relationship. You shouldn't value yourself on what others think of you. It's obviously what you think of yourself that's important. And it's so superficial because it doesn't always translate into real life either. So as like to my story earlier, like I, you know, I've met someone out who if I saw him on a dating app, I wouldn't have said yes. But because I met him in real life and that connection, that chemistry came across, it's like you, you can't just rely on the analytics and the data or I should say the false, you know, I guess perception that it tries to create of your digital, you know, your digital um, attractiveness. It's just, I think, yeah, it's just, it's gamification. And I think the, the one of the biggest dating apps, which everyone's heard of, when they actually launched 10 years ago in New York, they actually marketed it as a game. They didn't market it as a dating app. And so literally from day one, yeah. a lot of people have just been, you get likes, you get points, you get scores, you get percentages. It ends up looking like a fantasy football team by the end of the day and you don't actually have any quality um, in what you're giving back to people. It's all just keeping them in the platform, keeping it gamified. Um, and I think that's really where a lot of, you know, the mental health and esteem issues come from, similarly to what happened with Instagram when, you know, likes were going up and then they realised, oh, this is actually having a really negative like impact on people's mental health. So let's remove the like count or you can have the option to show how many likes or not show how many likes. Yeah. And that's kind of their way of saying, hey, we're kind of, you know, listening and helping, but also not really mm. because I think, mm. you know, just getting some back into real life, it's it's up to those individuals to determine how attractive or what the connection is like. And you, you, there's no algorithm on the planet that can give you that accurately. Yeah. yeah. And there's, there's there's been studies on um, dating apps that show swiping is the same as playing on a poker machine. It provides the same dopamine effect in your brain. Um, so every time you get a match, hey, yeah, dopamine, I'm happy, I'm on top of the world, I'm sitting there swiping for the next 45 minutes, mm-hmm. I go down, oh, got a match, and it's back up and spikes. So that um, effect long-term on the brain is so incredibly bad for you. Um, it, you know, it, it is. it becomes an addiction um, and it's just people just need to just stop. Yeah, okay, swipe for a bit, but stop, get out into the real world meet someone in real life because whilst when you meet someone yeah you do get a bit of a dopamine effect um it takes longer it's not a hit straight after a hit a hit a hit you know yeah for an hour straight yeah yeah well said i think that you know that that's what i guess this is providing is it, it doesn't need to be to be that thing and i think what you guys are doing is you know there, there, there's a safety element to, to dating apps for sure um mm-hmm. just being behind the screen is obviously uh, created creations of unsafety when we start to go out and stuff and meet these people and have communication with them but i think the the way you're meeting that need is is providing the safety for people that are introverted that i don't that, I, that do not want to kind of get out there and connect it's like well here's a safe place to do that mm-hmm. and here's a here's an environment we're trying to create with this sort of parameter in place rather yeah. than rather than these algorithms like i think the ones you know some of the dating app that i've been using like I, I'm fine to give my demographics, but they want for my algorithm to be the best to actually be seen by other people. I've got to put information that I don't want to share, you know. Yes. So, you know, it's sort of like, what more do I need to do besides like pretty much get a megaphone and, and shout it across my suburb? Like, yeah. you know, that that sort of thing is it immediately takes away from that. So I think providing the safety yeah. um, will create a yeah. lot. 
And a lot of um, b- bigger dating apps hold back the good matches until you pay as well. So um, uh, be that's aware of that one. Uh, yeah. That's what, that's <laughs> my old. That's that's why I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> so what what's um up and coming? Um, I'm definitely super keen Ooh, to, to get on board. Tell tell me what's what's in the works. So we have our next uh, yeah. next Wednesday. So um, if you go to our Instagram, which is at Zinkle, um, our bio link, you can buy tickets through that. We've got about 150 singles that are coming along um, to that event, which is really exciting. And then we're planning, yeah, our next uh, next range of events and experiences. So, yeah, kind of watch this space. Instagram is pretty much the, um, the kind of go-to where we announce and, and have um, tickets and RSVPs available. Um, and then with the app as well, we've got some, yeah, Additional uh, features that we're going to start working through um, and just building that out again, co-creating that with the feedback we're getting from users and making sure we're improving that experience for everybody. Mm-hmm. And is it it's a free app to, to download and you can just get it from the App Store? Available on the App Store. Um, is, it's a freemium version. So um, for venue search, um, there is a subscription, but there's 30-day free trial. So try it, tell us if you like it, give us your feedback. Um, and yeah, if you like it, keep using it. Okay. Awesome. Well, I, for one, will definitely be an ambassador and just <laughs> preach this stuff because, you know, um, I, I think, you know, there's a selfishness part of it, but it's also bringing people together and, and then creating a different type of community and connection that we, we really, we all crave. And, mm-hmm. and, and this is going to definitely provide that. Um, and it's Z-I-I. N K L E. Correct. That's right. The eyes represent two people. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I like the name. It's very catchy. Um, so I could probably talk to you guys. This is really fun. Um is there any top tips that you could think of that would be important for um people know using the app or just coming out and connecting like what do you think is most important i think on the app is oh, probably be yourself <laughs> yeah trying to just be authentic and, and be yourself and i you know everyone wants to put their best foot forward that's great but don't do it in a you know deceiving or you know misleading way um and that's if that's on the app i think you know the other top tip is just get into back into real life you know we've got events and experiences that you're able to come along to and you know you've got that environment where other like-minded singles are also you know in the same situation Mm. yeah i mean authenticity is priceless right so Mm -hmm. that's that's a that's really good really good tips guys Mm um all right well i'm really really glad that You've both done what you've done and created this space for people and and starting to be innovative in the world of our dating culture and trying to revamp it and change it and bring more connection into our not-so-connected world. Um, And I'm really grateful for both being here today. It's been really fun. Awesome. Thanks Thanks so much for having us. It was great. Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, Cool. Well, you guys have an awesome rest of the day. Yeah, thank you. Might see you at one of these events. Yeah, we're going to have to get you a hat and you have to come to one of our events. (laughs) 
Yes, I will definitely be the guy in the hat. Yeah, I'm, I'm keen to get through that. I love collecting little no. merch with people that come on the podcast. It's funny because so. um, we've got some regular people who've come to all of our events and they're actually collecting all the different merchandise that we've been doing. So, yeah, one day uh, they can have a full, uh, I think, archive of all the Zinkle merch. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to have to catch up. That sounds great. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys both have a very lovely rest of the day and um, thanks so much. Thanks, Jackson. Have a great Thank day. You. Bye. Bringing back the Reason With Me podcast love letters, I thought this song was pretty fitting. It's in the intro, bit of Michael Boobs, one of my favourites. Just haven't met you yet. <laughs> oh, classic. Maybe Zinkle's the way. Who knows? Enjoy. If you want to find out more about house therapy can help you kick some goals, go check out findreasontherapy.com.au or the Find Reason Therapy Instagram page.